The Doom Scroller with Andy and Anna. All right, our uh, Andy. All right, our uh, Debbie. Our oh, Debbie. Oh. I don't know what we're doing. Dobby is almost Debbie, so that does kind of work. I like that. <laughs> uh, <laughs> I was quite quite delighted recently um, to see how many Dobby's garden centres seem to be popping up all over the place. It's good to see that my family's legacy is um, being lived fully through the country. For those of you who don't know, Anna's a multi-millionaire. Uh, yeah through a gardening centre empire. <laughs> um, this the stuff um, is vastly overpriced. And I live in a flat with no garden. She, um, they don't actually sell plants, but people don't realise they're actually all just made of rubber and the uh, gardening <laughs> hoses are made of cheese. What type of cheese? Like, I feel something like Gouda would probably work okay as a hose. Except for the holes. So we're gonna have- The holes would be a problem. We're gonna you you and your holes. We're gonna have to have a tete-a-tete now about. I say Gouda, you say Gouda. Oh, not this again. I think it's Gouda, but it could be Gouda. But then weirdly, you say Tudor and I say Chowder. <laughs> I do love some clam chowder. <laughs> You you love your clam Tudor, like the I Tudor my... dynasty. <laughs> I could just picture now a clam dressed in like Tudor get-up with a little smiley yeah. face. You know, like the clam from um, the Family Guy public go <laughs> Like Clam Berlin. <laughs> <laughs> okay, I might have to draw a clam Berlin now because that's excellent. And then her head pops off. <laughs> well, listeners, uh, do let us know whether you think it's Gouda or Tudor. Or... Gouda, yeah, Gouda or Tudor. <laughs> <laughs> so we've got the uh, mispronunciations out of the way, that's good. Like... Does, does your family actually own a garden centre, by the way? No, but there is a garden centre chain called Dobby's that my oh, grand, yeah, my grand lost her brolly at it in Edinburgh and had to phone up so... and say, Mrs Dobby has lost her umbrella. And um, yeah, the, the staff treated her very nicely because they thought she was like the queen or something. Well... I'm sure that the actual Dobbies is much nicer than the imaginary Dobbies run by your family where everything's overpriced and made of cheese. Mm. No, no, I disagree. If there was anywhere in the world where everything was made of cheese, that would be that would be like my version of Charlie's Chocolate Factory. Dobby's Cheese Factory, I'm up for that. The smell, like chocolate though, keeps... Even, I, I know it's dairy, but the cheese though, because you'd need... Let's talk this through. Let's cheese talk this through. Cheese gets just more more strong and pungent and delicious no, it grows a few more bacteria you know spores let's talk this Fungal through spores, carefully maybe. wonka <laughs> carefully wonka okay so the really down the tunnel would the actually tunnel. be would would be a ch- yeah you <laughs> gonna wonka the shit out of this cheese um, <laughs> it would be cheese Cheese sauce. It would be melted cheese. Oh, just so just good! I'd swim in it. I'd swim in it. It'd be like a giant fountain. Umpa, oh. umpa, baby Come bell. with me through the cheese <laughs> to a world of pure delicious. I lost it. I, I lost it. <laughs> pure, pure pasteurisation. <laughs> <laughs> Can we make sure that Tim Burton doesn't direct it, though? I don't want him to... Speaking of Tim Burton directing things, Andy and I almost came to blows over emails um, or <laughs> we did. messenger we, we... chat this week. 
it got we were quite heated. Unfriending each other. <laughs> it got heated. We melted cheesed it. <laughs> so the the context. In fairness, we talk about Mars attacks, and when people get zapped, they do kind of turn into like a green cheesy gloop, don't they? So that's true. That's true. That's a good link, Anna. And we had. So I watched Mars Attacks. I have. I should preface this with I saw it when I was a child because it came out mid nineties, but I have mm. no memory of it. And I watched it this week. I needed anything, and I. I have to say, I started two films. I started Alien versus Predator: Colon Requiem. Oh god. Or Re- Re- Requiem. Requiem. Um, <laughs> and it wasn't. I wasn't enjoying it. I was doing a jigsaw at the time, and then I um stopped that and then i started watching john wick 2 which i've seen before i was enjoying it but i was like this is too serious for how what mood i'm in so i, I like, think all the john wicks are trash i'm throwing out there i just think keanu reeves is so it's so hot yeah i know you do but still those movies are boring yeah. like each each one it's them. like he has a dog someone fucks with a dog he has to kill them that's the story don't fuck with his yeah. dogs that's i actually have a dog story yeah. for later as well okay um, well let, let me finish talking about mars attacks and then it will be your turn (laughs) (laughs) i'm trying to make my hair on the webcam look like the lady from mars attacks i'm not working look like a shit harley quinn instead Um... so whilst 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 i'm watching her do that um although i am actually kind of intrigued about her dog story now i've said that but anyway (laughs) it's a good dog story on mars attacks and fuck me what a pile of donkey wank that was no so I mean, I think you left we, on John Wick by accident. In the end, I, I did admit to Anna because she got very, very offended and very upset and there were tears. And then she was very, very nice to me um, about something, about something different. And so, I've, so I felt bad. So I said it was actually my favourite film ever. I've never seen a better film than it. Like, what? let me just see. Let me just check. The year that Mars Attacks 96. came out... 96. We're 11. So it, so it lost um, Best Picture. Not that it was nominated, but Best Picture 96 was The English Patient. And a lot of people, if you'd say to them, they'd, they would often say, well, Mars Attacks is The English Patient of America. <laughs> it's The American Patient. I think I know why you didn't like Mars Attacks. I have a theory. Because the acting and writing is shocking. I mean, it's all brilliant. Like, do you like B movies in general? <laughs> Are you not into kind of like schlocky B movies? I'm. I I like them. Um, like, name one the you like. Is, though, this is. Tr- well, like, I would say Rocky Horror is. Yeah, yeah, no, it is. It, it is, but it is also. I feel because it's so vintage I like as well. Shitty it's... horror movies. Yeah. No, so do I. But. Like, to me, my memories of Mars Attacks as a child was I was utterly terrified of the aliens. Now I think they're adorable. As a child, I thought they were fucking terrifying. Because they're basically, like, they've got little, like, giblets like a chicken and they've got the and the big old boggly eyes and the brains. They're kind of like skeletons with massive brains, aren't they? And they I... zap people. It's horrible. They do zap people. I just, I think it was just trying to, because it was trying to be a B-movie. It was trying to be yeah. a schlocky B-movie. And... I think it just tried too just hard. a little too hard. Yeah. I appreciate it for trying, but I have a theory as to why you didn't like it. Tell me about your theory, please. So my theory as to why you don't like Mars Attacks is, I mean, do you fancy Pierce Brosnan? 
No. Um, I accept that he is objectively good looking, but he just doesn't do it for me. What about Michael J. Fox? No, I do not fancy Michael J. Fox. Jack Nicholson? No. What about Danny DeVito? No. I mean, most of these I do kind of fancy. What about Jack Black? I think no. we've covered that before. So basically, there's no one you fancy in Mars Attacks. Um, do you think if there was some male eye candy that would make you like it more? I mean, the aliens are dead sexy, but aside from that... Are you like... trying to insinuate <laughs> that I'm only uh, <laughs> invested in things that I contain actors that I find attractive? Let's just refresh to when I said that John Wick's a piece of shit and your comment on that was, yes, but Keanu Reeves is sexy. No, no, I didn't say yes. I don't believe John Wick is shit. I believe it's a well-crafted action thriller. I also think Keanu Reeves is sexy. I also think that the sexy alien lady who wiggles about with her chewing gum is very sexy. And... I, I'm a huge fan of Danny DeVito and Martin Short. Um, Martin Short? Who's that? Am I being dumb? The press secretary in it. Oh, the little weasel. Yeah. He's a little weasel. He's a comic legend, Martin Short. Martin Short, let's have a look. And the maybe Three Amigos. Being... What else? You... I haven't seen One that. One of my favourite films. Three oh, Amigos really? is schlocky. Is there anyone sexy in the Three Amigos? Oh yes, Martin Short. Steve, Steve Martin, Chevy Chase, Martin Short. Hold on, Steve and Ma- Martin. And... Who is sexy amongst those? Chevy Chase is a terrible person. I'm going to throw it out there as well. Oh yeah, as... I mean, I think that's fairly well documented. Yeah. I mean, he's very funny, but not the nicest human um so anyway that's mars attacks um, but then again uh, neither are we yeah if i like something i would love to have in my life would be an alien from mars attacks i'd love to have like a a doll of one but they are so expensive and so rare but that's kind of on my wish list i considered crocheting one at one point but it's just too hard like i'd have to do a brain and then i'd have to do the goggly eyeballs and so it's a real challenge Oh, I mentioned crochet, so Andy's falling asleep. I think you right. should do it. Do you want to hear my dog story? I just, on that point, just on that point, okay. one of my favourite ever films is The Shawshank Redemption, and there is Great no film. one I fancy in that film. So I've just defeated your entire argument. Okay. To prove that you smell. Whereas I think, if you look at my favourite films ever, we've got Beetlejuice, where I fancy Beetlejuice, Rocky Horror, where I fancy everyone, and Little Shop Forest, where I fancy Rick Moranis. So maybe I'm living my... Like, but then I think if you love a film, you fancy all the people anyway. It just goes with the territory. Rick Moranis, what a babe, hey? Um, no. <laughs> um, so I'll tell you my dog story before we return to movies because I do need to talk to you about another movie that we discussed earlier and how awful it was. Um, potentially the worst movie I've ever watched. Um, but my dog story, which I... like. I've become slightly famous for whenever I see my friend Annie now that I become some sort of heroic good Samaritan. So let's just talk about how wonderful I am for a little bit. Oh, yeah, um, let's, let's do that. So last time I saw her, we were in central London and a gentleman was asking for money um, for an overnight hostel. Um, and everyone was kind of looking away and I gave him enough money for his overnight stay. And it was a bit of a palaver, but he seemed like such a sweet guy. He was also quite hot for which is obviously nothing to do with anything. But um, so I kind of got ribbed a little bit for being the idiot that fell for giving the guy a load of money. But I kind of felt good about myself, so whatever. Um, so 
last time I went out with her the other night, we were walking along to go and get some ice cream. And I spotted a dog the other side of the road that was looking a bit freaked out on its own. Um, so I obviously stopped and walked back and went over to see this dog. And it was like shaking and it was all alone. No one was around. Um, so I sat with it for a while and it came and sat next to me. Didn't seem scared. It was quite friendly and stuff. But clearly lost and nowhere near where its owners and stuff. So then I, this was at like 11 o'clock at night. So I was like, what, right, what do I do? Do I have to phone up an RSPCA centre or something? Like, what do you do? What do you do if you find a lost dog? I know you got bored and started playing with your iPad, but um, what do you do when you find a lost dog? Like, what is the process? Well, I'd, I wouldn't acknowledge that... I, I don't think I'd ever be in that situation. Because if I saw it? a dog, I'd just... Yeah. Well, I'd just assume that it was just a, a street dog or it was... Uh, nearby to home or something. I don't think I'd think too much about it. Um, Do you not I worry don't... about street dogs and stuff? Like I, I always feel like... Well, I have to admit, I don't think I've ever seen a street dog. I don't think I've ever seen a dog just on its own. Maybe I have, and I've just not noticed. I rarely see... And this is a weird one. I rarely see cats out and about. Yeah. Hardly ever. Yeah. And I think because I live... I work in a city. Yeah. And where I live is a big main road. I just... I hardly ever see them. Yeah. Well, this dog was just clearly on its own, no one around, didn't know, and it was shaking and it was frightened. So I then decided that the best course of action, considering no one was around and all the rescue centres and lines were all closed, was to put a collar on it and take it home for the night. Um, bear in mind I was the other side of London and I was trying to like work out my logistics of how to take this dog home for the night. Bear, it was quite so a big dog as well. Dog. <laughs> you've stolen exactly. a dog. Exactly. Quite a big dog, like... A relatively sizable dog like bear in mind my cat's quite a sizable cat but this was probably about four times his size if not bigger um and solid you know it's one of those big solid okay. kind of chunky dogs um ricardo was, was with me was it, and he started it, to like um, tell me off um because he was like mr pickle will be so unhappy was, was if you bring home chance, a dog. Though, was it solid solid as a dog it was. It was solid as a dog. It had its own theme tune that it just, you know, it was all on its own. <laughs> you are so... Do you not know that song? No. It's a really famous song, Solid and as a solid Rock. And it's Solid as a Rock. Solid as a Rock, right? Solid as a Cock. Yeah, oh my God. Okay. <laughs> this is some of my best work right here. And, it was and it's falling on deaf ears. I'm just too. I'm just too good a person to like, you know, I just want to like steal all the street dogs and... Just all the shit. Um, so, yeah, just as I was, like, literally taking my gold necklace off and putting it around this dog's neck to try and coax it to my house somehow, um, a tearful owner ran up and said, oh, my God, it ran away from me while I was in the park and I lost it. And so and I then let you the... were like... Shit, I lost that like, dog. Sorry, this is my dog. I don't know what you're talking about. Well, so I might be completely incorrect, but... My experience with animals, particularly if they're lost or whatever, is that if they see their owner, they get really excited and are happy to be reunited. This dog didn't seem very happy to be reunited with its owner. It kind of backed away and hid behind me and my friend. Um, so I'm a bit concerned that I shouldn't have let the lady take her dog. But it clearly was her dog. She had a lead with her and everything. Um, but I'm a bit worried the reason it ran away was because she hurt it somehow or something. Um, so the, I've been dwelling on this dog. Did just say dog on it? It was, well, unless she was just walking around holding a lead in the hope of finding a dog, she That's happened to have this lead. Yeah. When, I think I might do in future. Because 
It was a really nice dog, and I kind of wished that I'd taken it home, and then I could have been like one of the dog nappers that are apparently big at the moment. I could have been a proper Corella Deville, not just an aspiring one. But I wouldn't skin it; I'd just keep it as my dog. You've seen Corella, haven't you? I've I have seen Corella. I liked it. I thought it was fine. It's too long. All I've but seen it is fun. a trailer. What's one her of my friends was like in it? Because all I saw was her going Cruella. Yeah, it's like, quite oh, annoying. Okay. Emma Thompson is very good though. Um, there's a few irritating accents. That guy from um, I Tonya, Walter something something. He's got a triple. Oh, he's got a double barreled surname. Uh, I don't know. What his I don't name know who else is in it apart from. There's the guy from. Um, the guy from what's plebs? Have you ever in... watched plebs? I Tonya. Yeah. He's in it. One of them. The tall guy with curly. Which the one that one? looks like David Walliams if he wasn't Caucasian. It is Joel Fry. He so looks like so David hot. Williams. Yeah, um, Kayvan, uh, Novak's in it very briefly. That was my highlight. Um, yeah, Paul Walter Hauser. That's the one I'm thinking of. Um, Paul, I don't he, know who that is. He was in Itonia and he was, I think he had his own vehicle. A few, he, but he had like a real Dick Van Dyke English accent. He was in something called Richard Jewell that was apparently very good. Um, I don't know. Mark Strong, who's in everything and is fabulous. But yeah, it, it had some interesting bits to it, but it was overall quite enjoyable. Um, but on the subject of movies, I want to talk about movies. a movie. Because in our conversation, we were talking about how I've been watching I Know What You Did Last Summer with the best cast ever. Sarah Jessica Parker, Freddie Prince Jr., Jennifer Love Hewitt, and who's the other guy? Right. Just just before we move on, yeah. Sarah Jessica Parker is not in. I know what you. Oh, did not last Sarah summer. Jessica. You no. dumb bitch. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Sarah Michelle Gellar. The other Sarah Ryan Jessica Parker is in Mars Phillip. Attack. That's what I meant. She is. Sarah <laughs> Jessica. Uh, Sarah Jessica. Sarah Michelle Gellar. <laughs> so. Sarah Michelle Gellar. Jennifer Love, huge tits. Freddie Prince Jr. Ryan Philippe. Or Philippe. Right. Yeah. Um, really fun film. Really enjoyed the first one. Second one is Balls to the Wall Insanity, <laughs> but still fun. Huh. Third one might be the worst film I've ever seen. And I've... I watched it because when I was talking about this with you, you said, oh, it's such a shame they never made a third movie, which made me assume you'd seen it and hated it. But apparently you haven't. I was amazed they didn't make a third one because I think the first... They did the... make a third one. No, but with the it's same terrible. cast... Oh, like right, the, right. the first one was a big, um, a big hit. Yeah. The sequel. Let's have a quick look at to do. It's still got um, Jennifer Love, huge tits, oh. and Freddie Prince. But then the I've seen the new. sequel. I've got the sequel. I've got the sequel. Um, have I mentioned I've got the sequel? I've got is it on it. DVD or is it on Amazon Prime? So the second one wasn't as big a hit. No. Freddie Prince Jr. By the way, and Ryan Philippe still look absolutely amazing so ricardo said to me that he didn't find freddie prince jr attractive like obviously he's a heterosexual male but he didn't think freddie prince jr was handsome i think he's extremely handsome like objectively i think he's a ridiculous yeah ridiculously handsome man. like the fact that he plays fred in um, scooby-doo who is like generic handsome man cartoon he's so hot as fred i mean the scooby-doo movies are terrible but oh i love them though 
He's so hot in them. Do you know who I was thinking about this week? Who was, who was so beautiful it was almost otherworldly. Um, I really had a a, a a wanting on Sunday to uh, binge watch the Fast and the Furious movies. Oh yeah. I don't know why. I just did. I've oh, only ever Paul seen the first Walker. two. Paul Walker, who died whilst they were filming Furious Seven. Yeah. And I'd forgotten. I, I I watched and I got. Do you remember they did a song that "See You Again" yeah, on yeah, the Charlie? Yeah. And the cheesy bit it, where he drives off into the future. Well, that made me so emotional. Weepy. Yeah, it's very emotional. But he was there, and he's so beautiful. No, he's a very handsome man, definitely. And it's crazy. It was almost eight years ago he died. I can't believe that. I have to admit that the Fast and the Furious movies, I love them all. Well, not crazy. I've only enough, seen I think the first two. I think the third one's one I'm and not I'm... too crazy on because it kind of goes off track and then they go back and make it like solid blockbuster, big off, chunky men, awesome nice, cars. Nice pun there. Nice yeah. pun there with the off track. But I, yeah. I I literally scoured all my streaming platforms, Netflix, Amazon Prime, Nigel B, Disney, and I just couldn't find them on any of them. Oh, really? So I wasn't going to buy them. I, I thought I oh, then I've had some so of the DVDs. Yeah. Went up into the loft, um, braved the, the spiders, although I actually didn't see any. It's the fear of them being there rather yeah. than the sight. No, agreed. I, I'll crochet some for your attic, don't worry. I'll put, uh, pop them in there when you're not looking. That'll give you a nice I'll definitely scare. keep them. Um, <laughs> I uh, I brought a load of DVDs down, but it wasn't amongst them. Mm. I suppose there's probably a box set I could buy, but I also don't think my DVD player... I have one. I don't know if it works, though. I've not hooked it up. No, I've got rid of mine. I'm using my PS3 now for DVDs. So, yeah, my guilty thing, though, with Fast and Furious is that they make me more horny than, like, any other movies. I always feel incredibly horny while watching them in the cinema. And I think it's just some sort of combination of, like, bald, muscly men. Like, because I love The Rock. And Jason Statham's all right, isn't he? And, you know, just, like, funny, bald stupid yeah. hot miami big cars it's all the stuff that i don't think i like but somehow when it comes together in fast and furious i'm like uh, like I apparently did. in hobbs and shaw i apparently got like aggressively sexual with ricardo like kind of starting to be like very horny with him and he was like what the fuck is wrong with you i was like i, I don't even know i just like mm, I'll everything's good right now on. let's just shag in the cinema right now we didn't but you know I'll always have dream. a crush on Vin Diesel. Always. I think he's so hot. Yeah, there's something about him, isn't there? Uh, but uh, For me, The Rock, even more. Uh, I think Hobbs and Shaw, they bring in Roman Reigns, who's a super hot wrestler as well. Um, He's The Rock's cousin. In real life? Like, yeah. Search Roman Reigns, he's ridiculous. He looks a lot like Aquaman, but less of an arsehole. Well, I... Oh, I, don't tell me about if he's an arsehole. I think Jason Momoa is so hot, it's crazy. We've already had this conversation. He is an asshole, remember? Oh, yeah, you mentioned about the book. <laughs> yeah, the book. That's enough for me. <laughs> that was it. Don't fuck with my books. Aquaman or not. Like, it's bad enough you're getting them wet with your fishy fingers. Don't fucking rip pages out of them, you gross long head. Also, it annoys me that every, like, Camden bloke thinks that by pretending to be Jason Momoa, that makes him hot. I don't want to know how he got fishy fingers. <laughs> um, <laughs> so, there's that. 
<laughs> so one thing we need to do is discute. That's French for discuss. Discute. I, today, this is, say now, sentence. Today is my first day of freedom from self-isolation. So last last week, um, I received a test and trace notification saying I had to self-isolate. So I had to come home and then I've self-isolated for seven days. And today was my first day out. And oh as God. it so happens, Anna <laughs> Dubai has received Dubai. a notification today saying she has to self-isolate. So I think I've passed on my self-isolation yeah, to you. Yeah, you tag your it to me. I um, did. But it's actually been quite useful because, well, I mean, basically I've cancelled all the potential arrangements I had in the diary, including going to a outdoor party for an elderly relative that I really can do to miss. It does mean, though, that you can't see anyone now for the no, next No, I know. I'm, I'm fine no with one, that. No one can visit. The most upsetting thing I've had so far was that this afternoon my neighbour, Shushu, um, received her new cat. And it's a rescue from abroad, I think from Turkey. Um, it was a street cat and it's been literally flown over. It's had a whole trip. Um, I looked out the window and I saw it. Why are you licking your armpit, you weirdo? Um, I saw it arrive in its little carry cage. I saw her take it into the flat, but I can't go and stroke it. Like, I'd promised to film the moment they met and, like, how create the your... happy memories. But How is your cat licking its armpits? Can they reach that way? Do, I... Do cats have Cats armpits? can reach everywhere. And, yes... I'm Mr. Pickle is not my favourite at the moment because when I got in last night, having seen Spiral at the cinema, um, he dutifully sprayed all over my clean washing. So <laughs> that's such a baller move. <laughs> Literally just sat. Look, the thing is as well, like with spraying, it's territory marking, so you don't even have to sit down or anything. He just stuck his tail in the air and twitched it. And I was just, like, coming in to get a glass of water or something. I was like, what is the it fuck? Just, is it literally, I've never seen a cat spray, so what do they do? He just literally stands there, his tail goes erect and twitches a bit, and sprays outwards, you know, it doesn't go down or anything, it goes, like, backwards from his butt, some piss. So it went on my wall more than on my washing, but at the same time, everything obviously went straight back in the wash. Do cats um, piss out their bum? No, but spraying is not pissing. It's it's urine, but it's like it's a territory marking thing they do. So it's not like it's a different spray. Like God, when a cat disgusting. actually pisses, it's like a stream. Whereas this is more of a pst. It's more of a pheromony so, thing to like mark property. Have you had to rewash all your washing then? Yeah, it all went straight back. I mean, that was the vaguely good thing about it. That at least it was right next to the washing machine and all I had to do was throw it straight back in and put it on again. You know, like, there wasn't a, you know, track it down element to it. But it was frustrating and absolutely <laughs> unnecessary. And probably him just saying, fuck you for leaving me alone for a couple of hours while you went to watch Chris Rock almost get chopped up by the new jigsaw. Spoiler alert. He, he doesn't, well... That's even more of a spoiler. Spoiler, <laughs> spoiler alert. Anyway, Chris Rock, very funny. I'm... Good stuff. I've told you about the new series of Fargo, <laughs> right? Have we spoken about the new series of Fargo that Chris Rock's in? I've how... never watched the series of Fargo. I don't... I'm not the... I, I've seen the film. I think it's okay, nothing more. Oh, it's good. 
the first series is really good fun of Fargo. It's like the same as the movie, but expanded. But then they do that thing like American Horror Story where every season is kind of completely unlinked except for they mention the word Fargo occasionally. So season four is like in the 50s and it's what like two Fargo different... What does Fargo mean? It's meant to be a location like somewhere in North America. Okay. I think you know, it's a town. Speaking of Frances McDormand, although we didn't, but she's in Fargo... I yeah. can't remember if we've podcasted since I watched Nomadland. Oh no, we haven't. No, is it good? It's it is, and it's very. Did you see it in the cinema? No, it was on Disney Plus. Oh nice. Oh, is it? Yeah. Do you have to pay for and... it. No, because oh, it's been out. I'm watching for... it. It's been out for absolutely ages. It's still in the cinema. Um, Nomadland. I'm pretty certain. I... Yeah. If it is, it's just because it won the Oscar for Best Picture recently, so oh, they've bought right. it back. They sometimes do that. It has made me want to be a nomad and shit in a bucket and all that. Um, oh, you and Mr. Pickle. Obviously, he's, he, he, perhaps. Totes, I just spray on everyone I meet. Yeah, um, territory. Totes. Totes, my goats. But yeah, this is a good film. And on that note, I'm going to draw a line under films and we should actually talk about some doom scrolling. Yes. Um, I want to talk about my favourite story of the last week or so um tell me more tell me more like this well, we like to talk about birthday there. cakes don't we so i, I like no. and well the caterpillar gate that we've had ongoing over the last few weeks so there's a little three-year-old I girl who asked what what did you not enjoy Caterpillar, Caterpillar gate. I'm joking. I'm joking. <laughs> Is it like you got sewn together and cake just got passed along the line? Like well, in Human Centipede, Human Caterpillar. I have been looking rather pastry. <laughs> that was a stretch, but I enjoyed it. It um, was a stretch, it really was. So there's a three year old girl who has asked for a Lion King cake um, for her birthday. A very specific Lion King cake. Um, she has asked for a cake that depicts the scene in which Simba mourns Mufasa's death. This is a three-year-old girl. Uh, do you want to know her reasoning? Do you want to know for why she would like this particular cake? So I have seen this story <laughs> from memory. Memory. Is it because she thinks it's so sad that no one else will want to eat it? So she it gets is. to eat it all. Yeah, I love that logic. Which That's is like... excellent. Imagine a three-year-old just being that much of a baller. How good is that? Uh, that scene absolutely breaks me, though. Oh, God, yeah. No, that was like childhood trauma 101. There's a, there's a bit after it where, where Mufasa's just died. Spoiler alert. And Simba's... That's the music they play, isn't it? Not, exactly no, like not that. that I, not that I've ever heard. But Simba's mourning him, and then Scar comes and is like, Simba, look what you've done. And it's mm. Jeremy Irons. That was my impression of Jeremy Irons. And then he goes, Ram, Simba, ram away. And then Simba runs away, and then the hyenas appear and just goes, kill him. And that's yeah, like I my love favorite that. Oh. bit of the whole movie that, kill him. Everything Jeremy Irons does in that movie is absolute magic. Um, I actually saw, I don't know if you're aware of this, but on Disney Plus, I think, there is a series called, I think it's called The Lion Guard. And it's supposed to be about one of Simba's sons. Um, I saw that a recent plotline of this particular show, which you know, you know how Disney likes to do those like spin-off of movie TV shows. Um, one of the plotlines recently was that 
Scar had come back from hell. What do you think of that? Scar's come back. That is dark for kids, man. Also, do you not think that's like like Friday the Thirteenth, Chapter Seven or something? And <laughs> it then seems like such a ropey plotline. There'll be there'll be a crossover then, and it will be like Friday. It'll be like Freddy versus. It'll be it'll be Scar versus Ursula. Oh, beautiful! Would it be in water or on land? Because I think that might be the crucial distinction. As to a who bit wins. of both. A bit of both. It's, it's <laughs> like how it's in dreams and in consciousness for Freddy oh, and yeah. Jason. See, I love Freddy and Jason. I know it's a terrible film, but I love it. It's so much fun. Great ending okay. scene as well. We could e- We've gone back to movies. Okay, I've got another Doom Scroll. Have you got any Doom Scrolls? No, I'm I'm happy to just listen to yours and judge them. Okay. So, I, I think I sent you this the other day, but I'm not sure if you've read it. Um, what did a Texas mum get arrested for doing? I mean, I'm sure there's lots of Texas mums that have been well, arrested for doing something this week. It's not going to be carrying a gun, because they're really okay with that. <laughs> um, although, although it does involve schools, so <laughs> ties in. Did she come to the school, lift her leg, twitch her tail, and then spray? Oh, you don't even have to lift your leg to spray. That, that would be extra. You can just stand there and spray. But yes... No, that's not this what she did, unfortunately. fascinating me more and more. I'm going to send you a video of a cat spraying. They don't have to, like, cock a leg. It literally just... Psst. It's like a skunk. Anyway. Um, fascinating. So, this Texas mum, she did something that she believes proves the weakness in the middle school's security that her daughter goes to. Did she streak? No. She did a social experiment. She okay. Claims, she claims it was a social experiment anyway. Like Big Brother? Yeah, just like Big Brother. Basically what she did, bearing in mind that everyone has to wear face masks at the moment, is that she dressed up as her 13-year-old daughter, um, Casey Garcia, who is 30. Um, she was arrested for criminal trespassing because she attended an entire day of and classes posing as her 13 year old daughter and she filmed herself walking through the school remarking that nobody had noticed that she was not her daughter bearing in mind she was wearing a hoodie and a face mask and her daughter's clothes i mean i see that both ways a it's, it's kind of ridiculous because you can't a school there's too many people but at the same time she could literally have been anyone yeah but I think most schools in America would have would have scanned her for weapons on the way in. Uh, so yeah, hopefully... yeah, but I mean, she probably didn't have weapons. They probably did scan her for that. She just wasn't a kid, which you know is not great. But I guess getting some free education isn't the worst of crimes you could commit. Maybe. Yeah, I mean, we we don't need no education. No, we don't we... need no thought control. Yes. Is that the next line? It is. So, do you know what that reminds me of there? And then we're going to go back to a movie. But actually, when you think about it, how creepy the plot of Never Been Kissed is. Oh, my God. Did you read my mind? I have some... Oh, my God. Never Been Kissed story. Which is one of um, my all-time favourite movies. But actually, it is it is hella creepy when you think about it. Because she's Oh, it's a fucking weird movie. They take the piss out of it in... Um, what's that high school... Um, what's this high school spoof movie that I love and I can't think of the name? 
Um, not, not another, another teen, teen movie. movie. Yeah. They, yeah, you know when it's like that really old lady, old, sweet dude. <laughs> yeah, so gross. I love it. <laughs> it is such a creepy, weird movie. Um, but on the subject of never being kissed, um, I think I've told you a million times about my favourite YouTubers, Red Letter Media. Um, and in one of their videos that they released earlier in the week, two of them talked about their experiences filming as extras for Never Being Kissed. Um, because I think the poster randomly appeared in a movie they were reviewing. But um, apparently it was filmed in Chicago and they turned up, you know, just for a couple of days of extra work. And it's in the scene where Drew Barrymore is on a Ferris wheel with the, whoever the love interest is in the movie. I, I can't remember his name. Michael Vartan. Has he ever done anything Michael else? Michael Vartan. He was he... in Alias. Oh, okay. So he's got a very high profile. But yeah, so they are in the background, these two guys from this YouTube channel I like. Um, one of them was walking up and down with some balloons and the other one was on like you know those swings that go really high um do you know what i mean it's like you sit in a swing chair and it kind of just goes up and up i don't know like sky swing yes. or whatever so he was on one of those and yeah. he had to sit on it for two hours well they were because apparently they were there from 5 p.m to 5 a.m filming but he was on this swing for two hours um and obviously needed to be sick so but nobody cares about extras in movies, so they just kind of, you know, ferry you about like cattle a little bit. So he had to kind of insist to be taken off this swing um, and came down and was sick, very close to where Drew Barrymore was having her makeup done. Um, and apparently the next day he was meant to come in to film again. And he phoned up and he was like, me and Rich Evans will not be returning to film on your movie. Um, and the guy that he phoned up like threatened to get the director on the phone and said that it would ruin the continuity and all this stuff but just imagine being stuck on a fucking swing like that for two hours like is that not borderline torture like just I mean, spinning rounds and rounds it depends how much you enjoy swinging yeah but i love those swings for um, two hours like what happens if you need to do a poo and you're stuck up on a swing for two hours i just like, go and then who, if it, whoever it hits underneath is maybe it'll hit drew barrymore is the, yeah never been pissed <laughs> Um, yeah, I, I, I've been an extra on a movie once and it was pretty boring and terrible and cold and grotty, but that seemed like... I've been one of the leads in a movie once. Which movie oh. was that? It was a horror movie called Strung Up. Oh, really? How have I never seen this? I played a Londoner in it, and I, I think at one point I was topless. I'm strung up, I'm Where strung can I see this up horror movie? on you. It's probably coming to the back of a DVD shelf near you. Oh, so it's recent then? Um, well, I say recent. It was probably about three years ago. Right. Strong Four up. years ago. Horror movie. But it's not actually been released yet. I don't know what happened to it, actually. Let's have a look. Let's see what happens when Strung Up Horror movie. There's a short movie that was made in 2018. Could that be it? Directed by so Aaron that, it, Herbert. Yes, that's it. Oh, it's on IMDb. Are you on an... Oh, there you are. Second billing, Jordan. That was your name. Okay, well, I'm going to watch that before next next week. I'm going to find it somehow and watch it. Um, and then we can oh, so laugh pleased. about your movie. And then we can just... This will be amazing. Because <laughs> I've always yeah, wanted... I thought I'd seen the worst movie ever this week when I saw... Um, I'll always know what you did last summer, but 
Hey, there's always room and to now, improve. And now you're about to see the best. <laughs> exactly. My new favourite. Get get in the corner, Rocky Horror. Screw you, Beetlejuice. It's all about Andy Pilkington playing Jordan in Strung Up. Does and it involve I'm, somebody being strung up like a puppet I'm at not, some point? I'm not going to do any spoilers. You have to watch it. Okay. Enjoy it. Try not to touch yourself to it. And, oh, okay. And which will be hard, I know. Um, and actually, <laughs> I think we should we should leave it on that note. That wonderful. You're str- strung I'm strung up, up on you right now. You're strung up. You're strung up on me. Exactly. Exactly. Well, have a lovely week. <laughs> Try not to steal any dogs unless you really have to. You have a lovely week. Try not to spray everywhere. And I know you'll now get cabin fever being on your own and you'll start writing on the walls. <laughs> I'll be trying to make us do a podcast every other day just so that I have someone to talk to. Uh, I'm afraid um, you've reached the answer phone of Andy Pilkington. Andy's not here right now. But if you leave a message after the tone, Andy won't get back to you. <laughs>